Yeah, so this is the first language gathering of its kind. What is so significant about it and why was there need for the gathering? Yeah, no, it, it, it is the first. I think the second, you know, I think you would, you, we, we would really think that post-South Africa in uh, 1994, that the type of gatherings, the type of acknowledgement that there was something uh, missing in language conversation uh, post-1994 that did not include the conversation about South Africa's first languages, that such gatherings, uh, such activities would have been prioritized, and it has not. I think, sadly, uh, first languages like Koikwe and Mu were not part of the conversation around uh, uh, the languages that needs to be uh, uplifted and need to be taken forward. And so it has taken us 26 years to get to this point. And the significance of this is that this is, again, the first time where we will have this activity that really just focuses on the language. Because, you know, we focus on the language. We are looking at the, the, the language from uh, uh, not just the learning of the words, but also healing of a people and bringing together a community. And, and part of the week's activities that is then uh, for our participants to then be immersed and, and engage with this language. I, I often say that, you know, that uh, for me, learning the language of my ancestors was not just about learning words. It was it has been about connecting with myself, with my people, and with the history. And, and really, this, the, 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 the space that we have created is about uh, uh, sharing that experiences with, with, with other Khoi people. But what's significant also about this event is that a lot of artists and activists, because for me, art is the most important tool that we have uh, to resist this uh, mm-hmm. colonization, continued uh, colonization of our languages and when artists become conscious they are able to put the language out there and say listen here our languages matter and we are also still here we need you to recognize that there was a genocide of our tongues and something needs to happen and something must be done now it's a week-long event take us through the various activities and what participants could expect and learn from this experience yeah, no, we are very, very blessed and very fortunate that we have uh, some amazing teachers, people who have taught the language for, for many, many decades, and we have mother tongue speakers. And so what's going to happen is there's going to be, obviously, an introduction to the basics, because what we often, what a lot of South Africans don't know is that uh, the cliques that are found today, is Tosa, is Zulu, is Sutu, are actually Koi Koi cliques. And for a lot of our Koi people, you know, that have been disconnected from our tongues, we will need to sort of first connect with the, the cliques. So there will be an introduction to the cliques and how the words sound and basic words, uh, colors, uh, the uh, basic activities like making food or, or cultural activities. So there will be all of these things, but then also we have a uh, 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 pastor, and he's a pastor, but also a former teacher, uh, Mr. Paul Fogelsang, and he will also, because he had a choir in, 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 in the Northern Cape, mm-hmm. that he will also sort of write songs and we will sing along because it's not a school, you know, we're not, it's, it's not a school as such. It's really, part of this work is to, to colonize, to decolonize how we think about learning. Yes. So it will be fun, bite-sized, interesting, but also things that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And so part of our group will be poets and writers and, and songwriters and guitarists. So those activities will sort of be part of how the yes. language will be shared. Now, it's a language sharing week, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Now, these type of events cost money. Are you fundraising to cover your expenses? Yeah, no, sadly, you know, in, in South Africa 2020, you know, the language, languages like Koko, first languages like Nuru, they're not recognized as first languages. There's not an acknowledgement that there was a genocide by colonial governments that really just 
want to these languages gone. So we had very little money, you know, and, and so we had no money really. So we fundraised, we had a backer body campaign that we raised uh, 10,000 rand. Uh, we've also had some other uh, uh, organizations that also came on board and gave us uh, a pockets but of money and somebody's going to sponsor Africa and, and so we are very excited. We're going to really do this. We must do this, even though we don't have the the, the resources that we really wanted to have this event. Uh we will make it happen mm-hmm. with what we have because we have a team that really believes yes. in why this matters. So how can people uh contribute? Yeah, no, people can, can people can uh, uh, maybe just contact the studio we, and they can get my email, but they can also find us on Backabadi, Kolkwe uh, Language Gathering, and they can make a donation there. And, and if you can't, then you can please share our crowdfunder. But most importantly, I think for us now, it's just that there's, there's, there's something humanizing about the people, but also a country that takes back the languages, because in language is our story, is our history, it's our culture, it's our sense of being. And so we really just want everybody who can't support financially, you know, we, we need the spiritual and yes. support also to say that this is important work and going forward we need everybody, Taroha. South Africans, to support the work. Taroha, thank you so much for your time and all the best with your fundraising campaign. That was the First Nation Khoi Language and Cultural Kawiri Activist and writer is also coordinator of the Khoi Khoi Language Gathering, Denver Taroha Breda.